You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I am your host, Tyler Viso. Today I'm joined by Andre Champon. How you doing today, Andre? I'm pretty good. What about yourself? I'm doing okay. When we're definitely going to talk about it today. LSU and the Saints lost. It was heartbreaking to watch both of them lose. That's something we're going to talk about today. All right, we're going to start with LSU losing to Auburn with a final score of 24-19. to LSU really had the lead all game. They came down as of late. I remember there being 3 minutes and 11 seconds on the clock. LSU was getting the ball. They went down, and Max Johnson threw a pick, and that was pretty much the ball game. Andre... What do you thought about the game? I believe clock management, for one, and play calling as second. I blame that for our reason of losing. The only thing I can really blame is you can't run the ball, and you couldn't run out the clock whenever you needed to, and there was a lot of game where running the ball really would have made the difference, and this one's going to come down to that. I didn't really know what else to think about it. You just you can't run the ball at all. It makes no sense. Max Johnson didn't even really do that bad. If you really think about it, he ended up with 325 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. But that was it. I mean, he didn't do that much. And Bo Nix looked like a Heisman candidate on fourth down every time. He was. He looked like he was dousing baby oil. I couldn't. He was so elusive. It made no sense. What'd you think? I couldn't tell if it was Johnny Manziel playing out there for Auburn <laughs> or if it was Bo Nix. I really couldn't. Yeah, I mean, he led he led their team in rush yards with 74. He ran all over us. And there were a ton of times when you just – all you wanted to do was just scream, just, just tackle him. It, it's not that hard, is it? And it just kept happening time after time. What do you think the future holds for LSU right now? It's not looking good for Ed Orgeron, and it's not looking good for the program this year. Yeah, the program this year, not off to a great start, being 3-2, and 1-1 one and one in conference. Interesting matchup coming, though. The Tigers will be traveling to Kentucky. What do you think What do you think about that matchup? Kentucky looks like a great football team right now. They just beat Florida at home, and they're going to get a lot more people to show out against LSU. It's their homecoming game, I believe. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting matchup. That game is not gonna the game is not gonna be a slouch for LSU, and they need to solve a lot of things. What's something that you would like to see out of the Tigers coming this Saturday? The run game, like like always, I, we need to see any sort of running game. Last week, Auburn literally they dropped nine in coverage, and we still didn't run the ball because they knew because they knew they knew that our offensive line was not up to scratch of what a good offensive line would be. And, I mean, that's still the problem that they're going to have for the rest of the season. The run game's always going to be a problem till things can happen. It looks like John Emery's not coming back. I just – I'm so frustrated with this team right now because the pieces are there, in my opinion. The pieces are really there. Max Johnson, I don't think he is the best quarterback. Obviously, we've been very spoiled with a guy like Joe Burrow, and it's hard to – it's hard to look at a quarterback these days and not see try to look for a guy like Joe. But he's not the worst, but he's definitely not a guy. And this Auburn game kind of showed it. He's not a guy that's going to go out there and win you a football game. Two minutes left in the game and you need to drive. It just looks like he probably won't do it. And, I mean, I don't know. It did snap a 22-year streak. LSU had beaten Auburn at home since 1999. 
very frustrating all in all, but what do you think? It's ridiculous. Uh, if you're LSU, you have to be embarrassed about that performance. I mean, you were winning that game the whole game until pretty much that last five minutes, right, in the yeah. game. And they drive down, and the defense is going to be tired. Hats off to the defense. They, they, they did play well, but Bo Nix, I have to give them credit where credit is due. Bo Nix played really well. Yeah, LSU's defense definitely got gassed because there was time after time after time when LSU's offense would come out on the field and it looked like they weren't even trying anymore. It looked like, oh, we had the lead. We're good. We don't need to worry about anything. And in football, that's never going to be the case when all of a sudden the lead's going to start to dwindle. You were playing a decent football team. That Auburn team wasn't bad at all. Yeah, they had had the loss to number four Penn State right now, but they weren't a bad football team. I just... It's so frustrating to really talk about because Coach O, in the, you weren't there for the Sunday show, but Patricia and Ronald worked the game, and they both said that Coach O kind of just blamed the offensive line, and he tried to just blame them time and time again for the run game not happening. But you go to practice all week, don't you? I mean, why don't, why don't you like work on stuff to fix, you know? I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on the offensive line? I mean, I just don't understand how an offensive line – who is returning, everybody's returning, how they could be worse than last year. I yeah, just don't understand that. They returned four starters, and every time they go into media sessions and they talk, the offensive line always talks about how, oh, we're getting better, we're getting better. And up until this game, I thought that we were going to we were, oh, we were going to win this game, and I really didn't have that much of a doubt. And I was optimistic all game, but as the game just kept going on, you – you could feel the air come out the building where a lot of problems kept happening. Drives were stalling out. You could tell the defense was gassed. Hats off to Cole Tracy, who really would have been the MVP of this game had we won. The guy was on fire, in my opinion. He still hasn't missed a field goal all year. What are your thoughts on Cole Tracy? You mean Cade York? Oh, my goodness. Cade York, you're so right. He he reminds me of Cole Tracy, though. <laughs> yeah, can we get, like, Cade York to play, like, running back or offensive line or wide receiver? Because that, that kid is the MVP of this team pretty much. He's the, he's the one bright spot that I have that I'm really just excited about. I'm not excited about much with this team anymore. I think we, we should. You still have the athletes to beat Kentucky. You still have the athletes to beat Kentucky. It's just, are you going to beat Kentucky at their house in Kroger Field in front of the 61,000 that are going to be there. And that's what I don't know. Play calling is a struggle. Like, I'm, that's the most worried I've been about play calling in a while. I saw a report that they were trying to bring Steve Ensminger back. Did you see that? I did. Uh, in, his, in Edo's press conference, I believe it was on Monday, he had mentioned he was going to try and get him back in the press box just as a consultant. Okay, uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but if he can fix this offense with a lot of problems they've been having, I'm okay with it. I'm here for it. We're going to move on to the next disappointing of this past weekend. The Saints lost to the Giants. It was not a very good game at all. They lost 27-21 to in overtime. The Saints were leading all game pretty much. I believe they were leading all game, right? Yeah, they were winning, I think, 21-10 to start the fourth, right? Yeah, and they just collapsed again. What did you see from the Saints game? Uh, the offense has zero development. And, I mean, no passing game. 
whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. Taysom's in the heel. I mean, Taysom Hill is in the game. They have no offensive production. I don't know if it's a problem with Jameis Winston or if it's a problem with the wide receiver group you're putting out on the field right now. Because right now, the wide receivers we have, I mean, guys like Jawan Johnson get a lot of get a lot of plays. They get a lot of the ball. There's some other guys out there, but you've had a lot of injuries. Marquez Callaway's been pretty decent. I thought I would see more from him over time, and you really haven't. But just you're relying too much on Kamara, and I think everybody in the NFL knows that you're going to do that. So what do you really do in that circumstance, you know? Right. You only have Jawan Johnson and pretty much Callaway, who are, like, decent. They're not even, like, They're not top-tier guys. They're not crazy, right? But, like, after that, you have – you have a bunch of question marks, honestly, on your team. Like, you you need to go out and make a move or find some guys that, like, can play. They're going to get Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith probably back around week seven or eight. And I, I don't know about you, but I don't know if that's going to solve all your problems immediately. I think it's going to fix a little bit of them. But we have to kind of wait and see. What do you think about the returning of Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith? It'll definitely help Winston get some guys that are, like, open, and it'll give him chances to, like, throw it more downfield or throw it just kind of, like, lengthen out the field for him. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. The defense played pretty well, all things considered. I I thought that up until about the fourth quarter, the defense looked good enough to win the game. They kind of started to struggle, and Daniel Jones and Saquon – and Kenny Galladay, those are about the three guys that own those are about the three guys that really torched the defense. I thought the defense played decently enough to win the game. There's still a lot of problems with the defense though, and it's mainly just injury based. What do you think about the defense so far, Andre? Yeah, the defense got tired. Uh, it's kinda like what we were saying with LSU. The defense played really good the first three quarters. And mm-hmm. then the fourth quarter they got gassed because the offense wasn't putting enough drives out there that were like five minutes plus on the field and they were just giving the ball up yeah they won't give their they won't give their guys enough time to really kind of take a second to figure it out really just another week of disappointment I thought the Saints deserved to win this game right now you're the Saints are two and two they're going to go play at Washington this coming Sunday and then they're going to go play at Seattle I believe on Monday night what are your thoughts about the next two games for the Saints? If you're the Saints and want to have any chance of getting into the playoff, you have to win these next two games. You have to. You have to beat the Seahawks right now. You right. lost to a team you weren't supposed to, so now you got to go beat a team that you're not supposed to. And I think that you can beat the Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks are anything special. I think injuries are still hurting this team on a very deep level. I just don't know what to think with this 2-2 two and two record right now because the first week, James Winston and the defense look phenomenal and we look like Super Bowl contenders. And then you go and you lose the next game. Who'd they play the next game? I couldn't even tell you. I oh, forgot. it was the Panthers. They played the Panthers and the Panthers just dominated us. And then you go play the Patriots and you have, your defense looks amazing again and Jameis doesn't look bad. You drop off again. And then you drop off again. And in the all, during the game, they talked about Something with Sean Payton with a yo-yo and how this team just kept going up and down and up and down. And it kind of feels like that that's going to be the theme of this season 
where yeah you're gonna you're gonna win you're gonna win some good games but you're also sometimes you're gonna put a team out there that's just not gonna look good and and nobody nobody has a real reason why this team is doing what it's doing besides injuries really the Panthers game had the COVID-19 with the coaches but I don't really know what to think of that what do you think yeah this team needs to get it together probably really soon yeah this team the schedule the schedule is not going to get any easier with Washington who's got a really good defense Seattle then you go play the Buccaneers at home and you finally get a break with the Falcons because Falcons are face it they're not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the next three games are going to be really telling for the Saints team, I think, and that's something that's definitely going to have to keep an eye out. We're going to move on to some other NFL news. There are a lot of good teams in the NFL right now, Andre. There's a lot of good teams. We're going to start with probably the best team in the NFL, according to you. I'm not 100% sold on them yet, but they are the only undefeated team left, the Arizona Cardinals. Andre, what are your thoughts on the Arizona Cardinals? The Cardinals' offense is electric. Like, they can run the ball. They can pass the ball. Kyler Murray, I'm pretty sure he's unstoppable, in my opinion. But their defense does need some work. Their defense in that first week had they had Chandler Jones, who got like five sacks that game. And he looked awesome, and it was really nice to see. But they beat a Rams team 37-20. to 20. And that Rams team, as you know, I, was, I thought that they were a Super Bowl contender. And we knew that they played in a tough division. You had to play the 49ers. You had to play the Cardinals. You had to play the Seahawks twice. And you lose that first matchup with the Cardinals. So that's going to make it a little bit tougher later down the road. But right now, the Cardinals look to be just about the team to beat. What are your thoughts on the Cardinals-Rams game, Andre? So when I watched the game, um, the Rams, they ne- they did really not. They just couldn't get a touchdown. Like, they were always kicking field goals. They could not do anything in the red zone. That's what I got. Yeah, I definitely thought that the the Rams took a step back this week where they weren't just high-flying offense just beating people left and right. The game was close. If it, it felt like the Rams always had to keep going and they hadn't had that that much this season yet. So that was a very interesting thing to see. That when they played the Bucks, it was kind of close, but they started to pull away late and the game just turned into what looked like a blowout at that point. What are your thoughts on who comes out of the NFC West right now because there was another matchup with the Seahawks and the 49ers and the Seahawks won in a close one. We knew the NFC West was really good. We knew there were a lot of good teams. Who do you think comes out of that division right now? So I think the easy answer right now is uh, the Cardinals, but it's so early right now. Like I think it'll be between the Cardinals and the Rams. Like I, like it'll come down to that last game. Honestly. It definitely will. I, I still got a feeling on the Rams – I think Matthew Stafford is more grown and seen more situations than Kyler and that'll be that'll be the game that'll be the that'll be the big thing late in the season that pushes the Rams over the top. The 49ers and the Seahawks right now just don't seem to be on the same level that the Rams and the Cardinals are on right now and it's that's the big deal I think going on right now. We're going to move on to a team that has just been utterly dominating opponents left and right. The Bill the Buffalo Bills won against the Houston Texans forty to zero. Now, before it's said and done, 
the Houston Texans are not a good football team. Tyrod Taylor is injured. He's on IR. So not not too much leeway there, but the Bills have just been dismantling opponents left and right. What are your thoughts on the Bills and where they're going so far? The Bills are on the right track. I mean, they have the easiest division in the AFC, I would say. Um, but honestly, they look like the most dominant team, I would say, other than the Cardinals. But the Bills are really good. The Bills, Josh Allen just looks unstoppable right now. He's high flying. He earlier this earlier couple months ago, me and Ronald talked about our our superlatives of who's gonna win what, and we both said that we think Josh Allen's gonna win MVP. And he had kind of a slow start and they lost the game, but he's bounced back in a major way so far, and he's definitely getting a lot better. I'm super impressed with the Bills right now. One team that I'm a little bit less impressed with is the Kansas City Chiefs. They won on Sunday with a final score of 42-30 against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Chiefs have not really looked great this season so far. They've got a couple losses. I believe they're still last in their division right now with the Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers. I think it's their division. They're still in last, but they're they're getting better over time. What do you think about the Kansas City Chiefs right now? I would be worried if I was a Kansas City Chiefs fan right now just because we're, we we kind of talked about this. Um, defense wins championships, and we have seen zero defense from the Chiefs this whole season. No, you're definitely right. The Chiefs have not played a good defense, and you're playing some pretty good teams right now. The Denver Broncos did start 3-0. They played a team with, teams with a combined record of 0-9. So it wasn't anything special from them, but you saw flashes of how they could be good. But you also have two teams in the Las Vegas Raiders and the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, and they looked really good last night in their game. So my big question is, who do you think comes out of that division? Still a lot of still a lot of season left, so you know things change. The Chiefs are going to get better. Everybody knows it. But what do you think? I think the Chargers are going to make noise in that division. Um, the Raiders, I think their time is, is going to – they're a good football team. But, but they're going to slow I think down. they're going to start to slope down. Where yep, it's okay, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that happening. We'll talk about the Chargers-Raiders game that was on Monday night. The Chargers won 28-14, but the game got close. It got down to a one-score game. And, I mean, the Chargers' defense looked – dominant all game long it was very impressive to see what they had going on I think I was very impressed with Justin Herbert in his second year right now sophomore slump does not seem to be a problem to him right now I'm very impressed with them what were your thoughts on the game Andre uh Joey Bosa really got to um Derek Carr because once he sacked him like I think once or once that whole D line that Los Angeles they were giving him pressure all day yes Derek Carr Derek Carr was throwing it all over the place he had I think Henry Ruggs like open like down the field twice and he overthrew him yeah it helps it definitely helps that the Chargers have a very good defense right now and they were after Derek Carr all night he was sacked four times which is super impressive. Joey Bosa and them, he almost had they almost had a forced fumble towards the beginning of the game. They they rattled Carr. I'll, I'll be the first to say it. they they rattled him and he looked he looked like he didn't know what was happening sometimes and I was super impressed by that. That's a very good division in football right now though. And I I, I think 
The Chargers are going to be pretty good, but I think the Chiefs are just going to come through and just start winning games because you can never count Patrick Mahomes out, you know. We'll move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the New England Patriots 19-17 to off a late Tom Brady drive to kick the game-winning field goal to win the game. The Patriots had a chance, and Nick Folk missed the field goal. Tom Brady broke the passing record. He broke our boy Drew Brees' record. It was very sad. How was how did that make you feel, Andre? I was so sad, man. You knew and it was then, coming. And then Drew Brees was just on the sideline, and I was just like, man. You knew it was coming, though. Tom yeah, Brady was, wants to play till he's fifty, right. so I the think record he played was, only to break his record. That personally, I think that's, that's maybe why he kept playing. It was to set the record books, but maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did not look great on Sunday night, in my opinion. What were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, honestly, the Buccaneers, their defense didn't look like a They have a lot of injuries right now. They do have a lot of injuries to a lot of key defensive backs that were part of their Super Bowl run. I did see that. But uh, Mac Jones is pretty good. Mac Uh, Jones did pretty good. He was 31 of 40 for 275 yards, two touchdowns, had a pick. Wasn't that bad, though. I definitely agree with you. I think... The Patriots ran a lot of trick plays too. I don't know if you remember that. They ran two. They ran two or three trick plays. It was very interesting. It looked like they didn't know if they could beat the uh, beat the Buccaneers, so they kept doing that. But it was it was interesting to see them run those trick plays. But the Buccaneers right now, the NFC South is going to be interesting. The Panthers are looking good. The Buccaneers are looking good. The, the Falcons don't look good, and the Saints are just somewhere in the middle. If they could maybe figure it out, you think they'd have maybe a chance. I don't know. At two and two right now, with both the Panthers and the Buccaneers at three and one, I believe makes it kind of difficult. I don't know. Who do you think comes out of the NFC South right now? If you had to take a guess, two two decent teams. I don't know how the Panthers are really going to come out later, but they're not bad for right now. I think the Buccaneers win it. Yeah, if, if the if the Saints don't shape up soon and figure out what like football team they really are, but yeah, they yeah. need to find their identity. It's a right, big identity right. crisis. It feels like you're definitely right about that. And what's crazy is the Buccaneers already know what they can do, so it, it's they already have like a huge advantage because they returned so. Much, I think they returned like almost every starter last mm-hmm. year, right? The Buccaneers returned right, all yeah. 22 starters. Exactly. So they don't really have that identity process. I mean. They know what team they are. Yeah, they know they know what team they are. They know that they're the same team that they were last year. They just they were supposed to get better because that was a young team last year. They had guys like Tristan Wirfs and um Antoine Winfield Jr. and guys that were playing key roles that didn't look good early in the season. And I don't know if you remember last season the Buccaneers looked really bad towards the um towards the beginning of the the season last year. But they, they ended up coming together, and they ended up beat the Saints. That was a heartbreaking loss last year. I don't want to talk about it any more than that, but it was heartbreaking. We'll move on to another team right now. The Green Bay Packers beat the Pittsburgh Steelers with a final score of 27-17. to Packers got dominated by the Saints and now come back and won three straight. Steelers have not looked good. What were your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from the Packers because I think the Packers really did shake back from that Week One loss. But they got they got ra- they got rattled, I think, at first. Right. But they but, they've come back now. But the Steelers, they they're just bad. Until they get a new quarterback, they are gonna be. Well, from a report that I had saw, Big Ben hurt his hip, 
So he probably won't be playing this week. So it'll be a guy like Mason Rudolph, maybe. I thought it was Dwayne Haskins. Maybe, maybe. Dwayne Haskins. But even those two guys. I don't know who their backup is, honestly. So I couldn't tell you. But I, I'm i interested to see. The Steelers are in an interesting division because they're in the division with the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Browns. And they're in last in their division. And that's a division that's really been run by the Steelers for almost the entire NFL. There's never been a t- like the Ravens were good every once in a while. Bengals have made one or two runs but never really got anything done and the Browns have really never been great since Bill Belichick left them in like the 90s or 80s or something like that. Who do you think comes out of that division right now? Probably the Browns. The Browns, it's interesting. Why do you think that? Um they're the team that's been playing the best out of all of those. I mean, the Ravens they beat the Broncos, right? But I always thought the Broncos were kind of overrated. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Right now, the AFC North is looking like a very interesting division because the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Browns are all 3-1. and one. I'm not saying that all three of them are playoff teams. I'm saying they're 3-1. and one. What do you think about that? I would love to see the Bengals win that division, obviously, with uh, old Joey B. But Yeah, me too. I'd love to see that. That would be so fun to see. But I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll move on to the Cowboys. Patricia's not here today, but we'll have to. We'll have to. We'll do it for her. The Cowboys won and beat the Panthers, who were three and zero, thirty six to twenty eight. What are your thoughts on the Cowboys and taking down a, a pretty decent opponent in the Panthers? Yeah, Sam Darnold didn't look good this game in particular. I think honestly, like Trayvon Diggs. He's been incredible. I think they said he's had an interception in every game in so every far. Game. And he's leading the NFL in He's leading the NFL right in interceptions. That's a rookie of the year candidate right there. Right. What do you think about the NFC East right now? Not not it hasn't been a good division as of recent. It's, but what do you think? It's Dallas's division to lose, honestly. Yeah, think, big time. Uh, it's it's theirs by a mile if they play well. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from on that one. I believe that Dallas is the team to beat in that division. I don't really believe in the Eagles. Don't really believe in teams like I don't really believe Giants. in Washington or the Giants. The Giants got their win against the Saints and okay. they were, that's fine. But I don't believe in them at all. So we'll definitely see about that. Something that I was very interested to see, and we'll this this is definitely something that's gonna probably make you laugh. The New York Jets got their first win of the season. Beating the Titans in overtime, twenty-seven to twenty-four. What do you think about that game? I watched the ending of this game. Actually, it it made me smile. It, made it me did. Smile. It made me smile too, because right. the Jets are such a sad team to watch right. sometimes, and it makes you so sad because wholesome. they just can't win. And then they take it to overtime after almost blowing the game and losing, and just all of a sudden they came back and they won. I thought it was so funny. I was very happy to see the Jets win, though. The Jets. Oh. Bless their heart, but they just can't do anything sometimes. It's so sad. But the Tennessee Titans are leading their division right now. It has not been a good division with the Texans, the Colts, and the Jaguars. Colts haven't looked really great. Jaguars, we know what they are. And the Houston Texans, we know what they are. But who do you think comes out of the AFC South? It's either going to be Tennessee or Indianapolis. But even... I mean, Tennessee, man. Tennessee just lost to the Jets. They did not look good. They, they've they been looking bad almost every week. That's a, that's opinion. an interesting division right now because none of them look, what I would say, great. But Tennessee losing that game to the Jets made them look 
like they were worse than they are, but you still have Derrick Henry. And keep in mind, when they played the Jets, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones did not play in the game. They didn't play in the game. So that's a big factor. So you think Titans or Colts come out of that division? Titans, probably. Titans are too good, I think. Titans are a little too good, a little yeah, too stacked. They have too many too many weapons yeah, to I, not win that division. I definitely agree. If you had to give me a Super Bowl prediction right now, judging by what you've seen so far, what do you think? Bills and Cardinals. Bills, Cardinals. I like it. I definitely see that those are those are the two best teams in football right now. 100%. Right now. I definitely could see that. So I'll, I'll agree with you for now. I would actually probably go Rams, Bills right now because I think the Rams didn't have it all in them yet. And I think later in the season they're going to get more things together. All right, that is going to do it for us today for the Hodges Huddle. For Andre Champagne, I'm Tyler Viso. This has been the Hodges Huddle. Go Tigers.